Welcome to the Unofficial Controller Podcast, your weekly gaming podcast, episode 106. What is the best DLC ever, or what is your favourite piece of DLC ever? With me, George, and as always joined by Bobby. GTA, the Ballad of Gay Tony, to my oblivion, full price force armour. How's it going, Bobby? It's going good. It's going good. Uh, Did you like that one? I did. The Ballad of Gay Tony is obviously a high watermark in DLC. Uh, whereas Horse Armour is a very sad, very sad footnote, isn't it, really? Uh, without any further ado, let's give fans, new and old, a quick rundown of how things are going to break down. Coming up, we've got some news in there, a little smattering of whatever took our fancy in this gaming week of news, but normally the hottest, very latest take. After that, we've got the feature, which is the aforementioned title of the show, where we're going to talk about your favourite piece of DLC ever. Hmm controversial because everyone's opinion matters no doubt we've got a a weighty tome from Supliskin awaiting us in the comments somewhere there Bobby for us to discuss Uh, and digest I'm sure (laughs) and then obviously the real deal rips up the drive his rear suspension looks very underutilized this week so I don't know what's in the back of there but one imagines it's probably gold after that, I asked Bobby what he's hoping to play for this gaming week. But this week, I have to ask him. He's returned to us in the comments this week. Odders, the prodigal son of the podcast, the pillars that stand front the show, holding atop the very fabric of everything within it, the grandiose nature of these <laughs> columns. It's, it's, it's something the eye can't even imagine. So Odders, grip tight on the foundation of the show. You have returned to us, young son. It is fantastic. Uh, as I ask Bobby, Bobby, what have you been playing? Uh, Alienation. I don't know if I mentioned last podcast, but I finally got the weapon I needed. Pause. For the... Just for one moment, pause. Mm-hmm. Is Alienation on the Vita? I don't know. Hmm. Did on the Vita. Hmm. Hmm. Might be worth checking out. I can Google it in a minute for you. Okay. All right. You know. Uh, so sorry. Let me unpause. Tell me about your alienation experience. So the the most the difficult trophy here is because it's a random drop. It's a really rare drop. So you need a legendary weapon, level mm. thirty, mm. with twelve slots. I just got it. Oh, so I'm on the way to the platinum. Wow, it's, road it's just, to the platinum. That's it. It's just it's right there. But I have to hold off because me and my boy Marlon and my stepfather are going to do hardcore together at the same time. What, so all the three pop at once. Them, when are they going to get this? We're going to keep playing axe. But since I'm so strong in the game, we could just buzz through the levels mm-hmm. and try to pick pick them up the weapons. Because they are almost as strong as me now. Because we've been playing, trying to get this weapon for two weeks now. Right. Oh, my God. So once we get it, we promise each other we'll do hardcore. 
and then it'll pop at the same time. Kind of like how we did Diablo. All our platinums popped within seconds of each other. Mm. So it was pretty cool. Mm. And then uh, still playing the Wrath of the Druids, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. How are you finding that? It's okay. I mean, it's pretty much more of the same. They added a couple things, but it's not enough to like, you know, wow, it's so different. Trailers but make it look awful exciting, Bobby, but I had do. a feeling it wouldn't quite they match make up it to that. Really good. But uh it's not bad. It's not boring. I it's still okay. But nothing that makes you like, you know, oh my god, this is amazing. Like if you don't have the season pass, all right. Maybe get it on sale. Mm. I got the season pass because it came with the ultimate on the DLC pass after I beat the game I would have been pretty ticked off yeah I wonder if I've actually got the DLC but haven't even looked I think I maybe did get the season pass I might be yeah I mean if you got the uh, PS5 Ultimate Edition it's it's included it's in there with the does steel that case? come with a stat? No, no, I didn't get that. No, I didn't get that. I think oh, I yeah, got the, the day. One? I think I might have got the yeah one, just the regular one though. I got like the premium day one edition or something like that. So oh, I, I got look. the steel. Ca- I mean, it's possible, but mm. I got the steel case one, and it came with it. Oh, okay. I didn't buy it. Shout out to Stephen. Well, no, no doubt my one came with like horse armor, uh, LTS eyebrows, and fifty thousand Mickey Mouse credits to do up your town with. I, I, I have a feeling that's probably the sort of ramble that I got with it. Uh, anything else? That's it for me. Pretty boring week, just like last week. But okay, well, I can't to... move on until I finish this DLC. Welcome to the strange world of me, George, where I live in relative isolation. But I've managed to crawl down. I've been playing a little bit of Uncharted. Uh, my girlfriend's she's got PS3, she's got Uncharted, so I thought I'd have a go through that on hard. Um, Still relatively easy, to be fair. I'm trying to go through and get Crushing Unlocked there, so something to play on. And It's still quite a wondrous-looking game. There's moments there where the texture's popping and other bits and you know bobs like that, as circa most games of the era, but it, it's still a fun game to play. Um, other than that, um, I, th- I was watching James the Work Experience Boy play on his Series S, and he got uh, <laughs> through the Games Pass. He got himself a... A uh, copy of NBA, the latest NBA game, and it looked okay. magnificent. You know, the crowd Sports games look amazing. The, the crowd, especially NBA games. Mate, the, I've always seen the evolution of crowds as being like one of the most pivotal things, and the crowd in that are just phenomenal. They look like characters from, I don't know, like a PS3 game or higher. So to have that many people on the screen. Mm-hmm. reacting in the crowd. Unbelievable. You know what's funny? As they get better and better with the graphics, the mm-hmm. doubles double way less. Yeah. So like NHL 11, every like fourth guy had the same jersey on. Yes. You know, but now it's like every 25th guy. So it's yeah. like, oh, wow. Well, it looks really we, nice. we've come a long way from a load of pixels. We've, uh, you know, randomly colored pixels to represent. We've come along. I remember seeing FIFA on the, as you would know, it, the Genesis, I think, 2005 sometime era like that I don't know if you ever played it but they had quite a detailed crowd for an isometric football game it was a 
That was a joy to behold. Uh, I guess that draws a line under it, <laughs> really. Very, probably, very short and sweet episode. But those that paid attention to the format of the show know that straight after I've asked him and he's asked me and we've asked each other what we've been playing and we've discussed the, the latest ins and outs of what we've been up to, it's time for the news. We've scoured the very darkest regions of the internet to bring you the latest stories. So first up, now, honour dictates, tradition dictates that we don't know who goes first. So we normally have a little discussion, maybe a duel, slapping around a face with a glove, caresses tender face with my hand. No, I'm going too far. What would you like to take? First or second? I'll do the second. Okay. All right. I like what you're doing there. I'll say, I'll take this first one. I can see the curvature of the earth from here. There's a lot of excitement surrounding the upcoming release of Microsoft Flight Simulator for the Xbox Series X and Series X over the next few months, and the game has just dramatically reduced its file size on PC. Originally requiring a file size of a whopping 170 gigabytes plus, <laughs> and that's not including the DLC, very on point for the episode. Asobo Studios performed some optimization for the initial full download so that it's not now just 83 gigabytes, which seems to bode well for the Xbox release. Yes, that is very exciting news. The latest release notes also mention Xbox a couple of times in the documentation section, highlighting the latest info and best practices to port content on Xbox. has been compiled for add-on creators and a page with samples to illustrate model optimization has been added specifically for the Xbox. As of today, Microsoft Flight Simulator is still targeting a summer 2021 release on the Xbox Series X and Series S, but there's no specific date. We're assuming we'll hear more at E3 2021 in a couple of weeks, although the team at Sobo highlighted recently they wouldn't talk about release date until the time was right. Now, that game, very exciting. I say it's a game. It's not a game, okay? It's a simulator. A simulator. All out. <clears throat> the scale and scope of what you can do in that game is phenomenal. No, the level is. of detail is phenomenal. To cram that down to 83, I don't know how they're doing it. Cloud cloud magic, no doubt. Cloud magic, wireless cloud magic, dancing around, making it happen, up and down. No need to do any of that, Rammel. Store it on the machine. Wonderful. If you had a chance to dabble in that, would you, if you had a system you could play it on, would you get involved or is it just not your kind of thing? Is it farming simulator for the skies and it's a big no-no from the Bobby boy? I mean, I think it's interesting to go over stuff and see it, but will I do it all the time? Probably not. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At The Gaming Blender, we take randomised genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you have, you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The no. way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. You know, you're not, you're not going to go out and and buy yourself a cockpit rig and sit down there and get Eva to waft your face with a cloth so you can feel the wind in your hair and I wish they made a driving simulator. But there's what? no cars on the road because oh. that's too stressful. Uh just pretend it's just you in the car and just go around the neighborhoods you grew up in. 
or your friend's neighborhood or neighborhoods you always wanted to visit and just drive around. That'd be awesome, I think. That's pretty cool. I just don't want to drive in New York City with the traffic because why aggravate yourself? Why indeed? But now imagine checking out New York City with no cars. It's a beautiful thing. Wow. Going through on horseback just for the sake of it. Or, or horseback riding. You can drive, get to a point where cars are not allowed, get on a horse, check out the... Oh, I hope I hope this isn't coming through in the recording, but we keep losing Bobby and he, he, we keep losing you in your most inspirational moments, um, which is a shame. Um, the recording, not so great. Me having moved back to... Uh, to the wonderful Farmerton for a short while while I I've, I've become a recluse did you know that you don't hear me now I can hear you now can you hear me I've become a recluse no you haven't I have not should I say what I said before why not don't let's just do it again it's quick they should make a driving simulator where you mm. drive around all these neighborhoods with no cars. Oh, no, we got all that. It was just a oh, very last snippet of that. Yeah, oh, I didn't know we're talking I about horseback. Oh, boom. Now you can't go in a car no more? Get on a horse. Horseback. Check out the countryside. Check out, you know, the farmland. And then, oh, you can't take a horse no more? You have to hike. Check out the beautiful scenery, the mountains. That'd be awesome. Could, could we call this game Urban Cowboy? Why not? And it's just like a strange walking simulator. Yeah, just walk and see everything without people. Wow. I mean, it'd be kind of scary because no one's around, but you're doing it just for the visuals. Mm. Yeah. VR. Why not? Okay, all right. It's, it, it's an experimental game. It's a bit avant-garde. It's not like mm-hmm. the normal fairy rock up. It's, is... not, it's not a George-created game. That's why. This is a shared passion it's more of an artistic experience than it is a game. It's like a walking simulator. This is strange. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have to confess something. Oh, really? Yeah. The reason why you didn't hear me, mm. because I'm a professional podcaster. Yeah. I didn't plug the uh, the mic in. You know, rookie mistake. Do you think we need to hire a producer again? I mean, you gave me the notes here. I just have to read them. You gave me a list of notes. Okay. All right. Next news. You go, girls. (laughs) Console ownership among females has increased dramatically since the PS1 days, significantly expanding the audience of Sony's gaming brand. As part of a presentation to investors, the Japanese giant noted that approximately 41% of PS5 and PS4 owners are women, compared to just 18% on the PS1, and clearly the demographic for consoles is growing. To us, this highlights the importance of a rich, diverse content portfolio. PlayStation Studios has done a brilliant job of diversifying in recent years, introducing strong female protagonists like Horizon Zero Dawn's Alloy, Uncharted's Lost Lost Legacy's Chloe Fraser. But there's clearly still plenty of room for improvement here, especially when you consider this data. It's great to see that more and more people are playing these days, as well as more users means greater investment and ultimately better games and service for all of us. Sony notes that widening demographics in terms of age, gender, 
and geography all present growth opportunities for the firm. Its task as a publisher as a publisher is to ensure that it always has a broad spectrum of content to appeal to all tastes. Hmm. That's interesting. You know, that's the the hidden side of gaming. I know even today, I mean, we did an episode on it, female representation in gaming, not just actually as female protagonists, but how do women feel in games? And I noticed mm-hmm. today we had a spike of listeners listening to that episode. I don't know why. And we must also come back to this in a moment, but we will. Um, don't let me forget. Um, new listeners, Bobby. Okay. okay. I will come back to that. But uh, yeah, this is, this is great news. And to see that it's such a strong split these days is is fantastic and i think uh should be championed why shouldn't women yeah. enjoy video games <laughs> it makes no sense to me it's for everybody really you, you can't watch this you can't play this. there's a game for always it is most inspirational we're losing he's frozen and he's back i'm here I don't know how this will come across in the recording, whether we'll lose you in these moments of great insight. I'm gone again? Just in and out. I don't know whether it's because you selected record by phone or, or, or whether you've, you know, we've let you loosen the controls, haven't we? You, you've really gone full in on this. I feel, like I'm, I feel like I'm in it to win it. You are in it. You're always in it to win it. Everything's in, man. As deep as it can go. <laughs> Everything is in. It's all connected. Okay, you never... There's nothing... Nothing loose. What about the settings on the screen? It's like working my dad through it. What about the settings on the screen? Are you all good? Yeah, it's all... Uh, once I plugged that bad boy in, it even said what I was record- recording on. Okay. Okay. Anyway, we distract ourselves with our, with our silliness. Oh, also note, there has been some Wi-Fi issues in the neighborhood. Oh, has there? Yeah. Since I moved out. That's strange, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Well, I know a little bit of law, Zutamax is on hard times. You know, the publishing industry magnet that owns mm-hmm. us, it's mm-hmm. obviously owned by El Buccio. Yeah. He was arrested this week, yeah. and all of his funds have been classed as criminal proceeds. Mm-hmm. Zutamax is an offshoot company, but it's being inspected, and all assets have been frozen. I've got out of Dodge, I'll be honest with you. Now, I don't want to mean I've saddled you with a very expensive penthouse in New York. Mm-hmm. That's not my... It wasn't my, it kind of was my intention. I'm showing my, I am related to Tom, you see. This is why I have this inner trait. Yeah. I've done double dirty on you Mm -hmm. because the FBI are watching the place. Yeah, that's fine. I've seen them all. I've I've been noticing them. Do you think it'd be wrong if you went and made them a cup of tea and just let them know that you knew that they knew that you know? I let them know by letting them know that I know, that they know that they're watching me. So they know that you know that they know that you're watching them. Because I'm watching them. This is interesting. I asked her, hey, did you clean that on purpose? Stay with us. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, 
grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. Do you think we're having Wi-Fi problems because of I think the it's the F- bug taps. Yeah, I think so. 100%. I, think- I even got a notice on my screen saying unstable internet. Okay, How does so- that sound? I don't it's best we tell the fans that might be why the show's a little bit messed up, you know, because I'm in hiding and, and you're uh you're you're trying to you listen, know. we're on bootleg Wi Fi. Okay. Let's be honest. Yeah. I don't know if they're listening now. I haven't I, I haven't said anything to you know what's the word? Yeah, Wi Fi is shaky. Okay. All right. Well we'll 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 get through this. We need to find a new owner. Who that will be, I do not know. Anyway, two things. Horizon mm-hmm. Zero Dawn, what did you think to the footage at the state of play? Um, to be honest, I didn't watch it. Okay. I didn't even know it was on until oh, this morning when I found I, out from a I Google did. article. The one thing that I took away from it was it was terribly slick. Mm-hmm. Terribly slick. Everything was solid on the screen. And, and by that, I mean, you know, everything had um, all the right bits and bobs you'd expect it felt like an horizon game it had that palette it looked good i thought it looked okay and then she went in the water and went underwater and i was like okay this looks un- this looks absolutely unbelievable mm-hmm. um the cut scene stroke sort of interactive engagement taking down the big elephant beast was was interesting i i never quite know what to make of those partly i'm watching through sort of grip fingers because I don't want to ruin too much of the story. Secondly, I'm kind of like not wanting to ruin too much of the surprise because you know that's ultimately going to make up a gameplay section within the game when you actually play it. So maybe I should have avoided it, but for the show, I put on my big boy trousers and went in. Um, Yeah, it is. It is what it is. Uh, The last piece of note is that we've picked up some listeners in Israel. So obviously with everything going on over there, the fact that our uh, uh, notes have been soothing out for four to six weeks at this point uh, across there is fantastic. So welcome to our new listeners there. Yeah, thank you. I have one uh, guy from Israel from the uh, my, 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 from my podcast. Okay, well, he's, one. do you know what? Okay. Maybe he told somebody. Well, whatever's gone on, they've put us Beautiful. in the charts. Really? Yeah. We're in the top 150 over there. So that's beautiful. It is. So we must say thank you for that. Yes, thank you very much. uh, If we've brought some distraction for you, happy days. We've done our bit. That's all we're here for. So without any further ado, let's round out the news. Do you have an opinion or take on the news we missed, dear listener? Let's face it, you probably did. But I want to hear you sound off in the Discord. What about our lady gamers? You know, feel free to comment, get in touch, let us know how you feel about that. Do you feel like you are 41% in the uh, throngs of the gaming owning market of PlayStation? Or do you feel like, I don't feel like that represents me at all. I feel like we're more or less, or does it even matter, George? Uh, either which way, if you're excited about Xbox's upcoming flight simulator... That is also amazing news and very excited. Maybe you want to tell us about how you're going to fly over your home and do a barrel loop. Much of the excitement of everybody else watching, spectating online, maybe parked in their planes in your back garden. I have no idea at this point, but I'm sure you can make it work. Bobby, if they did want to get in touch and talk about barrel loops and possible other aerobatic displays above their home, wherever that may be, 
how could they get in touch with us and maybe interact with some of our dear listeners on the show? You can contact us on Twitter or Instagram at Unofficial Controller Podcast. Uh, in there, there's a link where you can check out the Discord as well, which is welcoming. And uh, you can do an old school and you can email us at questions at unofficial control, unofficial controller podcast.com. Wonderful. Well, I'm going to take this time to say whoever out there is not watching Downton Abbey and then commenting on the Discord about it, you are not loyal listener. You are not loyal listener. You are cast down to me now. People, we created an area of the Discord for people to watch Downton Abbey, and I just post memes to myself. What degrading level is this? I do not understand why you cannot bring yourselves to watch this fine production. <sighs> How can I talk about the twists and turns of Downton Abbey on my own? And I don't find a forum up. Maybe there's a podcast. And if there isn't, maybe I should do one. <laughs> I, would, I would listen to it. Why not? Have you started watching it yet? Nope, but probably this week. Okay, okay. We're all good. We just finished everything else, so. Well, that brings me some joy. Uh, guess what? Next, form follows function, follows style. Time follows tradition. Things happen. Other things happen. But like the marching of time, we move on. Um, your favorite piece of DLC ever. Not only your personal opinion, but just generally. What do you think? Well, we asked the question, didn't we, on the Instagram, as always. And you guys got in touch with your answers. And the good news is, you've come back and you steered us in the right direction. Some of these bits and bobs, if I haven't played, I might sniff them out. Hmm. Anyway, on the Twitter and on the Instagram, you guys got in touch and we've assembled those thoughts here. Uh, Shall we start? I'll start. Let's go. Let's play statement over on Insta. He got in okay. touch. He said, the old hunters for Bloodborne was amazing. Fire emoji. P.S. And this is in reference to the horse armor picture. I chose to frame the question of your favorite piece of DLC ever. Loving the horse armor. Second best DLC ever. Winking emoji. Laughing till he cries emoji. Being oblivion gangster like yourself and a big fan of that series, I do believe you played oblivion more than likely. Laid the wheels off it. Maybe mm-hmm. not. I don't know. I think you did. Did you get the horse DLC armor? The the, the horse armor? Did you get that? No. Well done. And if I did, maybe it came in the game and I didn't know. Hmm. I don't, yeah, I'm not, I'm not too sure. Last week or the week before, we barred infamentary to the show. We said no. We said, you know what? Hmm? No. We need to know you're alive. Guess what? <laughs> this week, like a triumphant Roman emperor returning from the conquest of Gaul, here he is on a chariot drawn by a white steed. He's wearing the official robes of the Unofficial Controller podcast. Highest honour, the toga, and a wreath in his hair. It's only right and proper that we give him an official royal title, I feel. What do oh, you okay. think? Yeah, do you know what? I'm splashing him around. I'm not even bothered at the moment. What? <laughs> Let's do it. 
his name's been at the front of every show. I, mm-hmm. I feel that, you know, the fact that he's returned, like the prodigal son, we should shower him with jewels, make everybody else feel jealous. What do you think is a title befitting of a, a returning warlord? Um, I don't know. He has a tight grip. So something with that, you know? Do you think we should call him, you know, Lord High General? Yeah. Or should we just knight him? I feel like everyone gets knighted. I like the Lord High General. No, only the guests get knighted. We've only had two so far. Sir Mike Rouse, Sir David Perry. That's true. The elusive one. Okay. I'm down. We'll mull on it. Yeah, he's coming on a chariot, isn't he, at the moment. You know, we'll throw some flowers at him. Make him feel special. We'll give him... Uh, I want to do it, though. You want to knight him? Yeah. Do you want to do it? You can bestow his the first honour. This is something... That'd be great. Okay, well, here is the digital sword of honour. Would you like to knight him yeah please do it now okay can you say anything feel free to you know maybe arise i don't want to say out loud because you know arise maybe arise sir otters okay uh arise sir otters of uh lord high general yeah something like that he, he, okay. can, he can maybe change his name on Insta if he feels that's worthy of his mm-hmm. name. He got in touch anyway. What did he have to say? What does the Lord High General Sir Odders have to say? It's it better be good. He says Undead Nightmare DLC from Red Dead 1 mm-hmm. is up there as for the best for me. Uh, released at the time for Halloween. It was Red Dead with zombies. What was not to love? I also love the way it satirized the zombie genre in a unique Rockstar fashion. I think Rockstar has missed a hat trick by not releasing an updated version for Red Dead 2. But I guess there's still time. Uh, hope you're well, guys. I wish that was the case, but it feels to me... I don't know why they haven't done it. I don't know why they haven't done a lot of things with Red Dead Online, to be honest with you. It's probably the most boring online I've ever played. I look at the affection and play that GTA gets and people just seem to like march around in cars and do just do tricks and then go in the casino and spin the wheel and no one's going on Red Dead like that and it's a shame because that world could be alive mm. uh, I just yeah there are a group of guys on the internet and they went to every bar and took a shot and they that's crazy they took a shot in every bar yep like a shot of whiskey every bar in the game yep and what did that do they just talked about it like they were actually on the horseback and they went to every bar like they were talking wow and you know instead of like doing it them physically they did it virtually and they had conversations like, you know, it was, I thought it was pretty funny. It was a long video. I got to find it. Send it to you. We're, we're off on the left field here, but picture the scene. Red Dead Online. 
none of the towns exist. You start on the eastern edge of the map and you have to work together to claim plots of land and build towns and build banks. And you can be a banker and run the bank and you can be a railroad guy and try and put the railroad in. And you can mm-hmm. All these multifaceted different things coming together instead of being bound to the map and then people can freeform more. And these towns and little things can pop up like mines and things and it's ne- never going to happen. Sounds mm-hmm. more like a Minecraft server to me. But uh, anyway, uh, Finster Gamer. He's got in touch. Mm-hmm. He was a bit of Bioshock. It's not the first time he mentioned it. He's mentioned it last week. He says, okay. Bioshock's Infinite Burial at Sea will always be my favourite DLC expansions. Bioshock is my favourite game. And returning to Rapture felt like I was coming home. Absolutely agree with you there. Although this is my personal favourite, I think that the best DLC ever is Red Dead Undead Nightmare. Two votes. Amazing how they took a whole Western open world and converted it into a large-scale horror game. Rockstar games always have the weird sci-fi references to aliens, Bigfoot, etc. And this expansion allowed them to actually go all out in certain monsters and mythical beasts without it seeming out of context. Absolutely right. It was done in a way that kind of played in the game world but didn't ruin the game world, overburden it with any lore or anything that people couldn't undo. It was just a nice twist and turn. That Bioshock Infant Burial Sears thing is the one where you get to see Rapture at its height and um, really good to see. You haven't played Bioshock. I implore you to get your grubby mitts on a copy of it. In fact, it came free on the PSN Game of the Month scenario, didn't it? I I have it downloaded. Yeah, you you mm-hmm. after you. Hmm. I have all two of them actually. All the bro- three of them. The bro- may two. I remind you of the broken glass and me crawling in the lobby for you to play man eater. And yeah, what I must say to you now next. is the lower half of my body will now be lacerated thanks to you, possibly unstitchable, possible death. We'll be you'll be fine. How much longer do I have to crawl on this broken glass for? Uh, nah, it's going to happen. I promise you. I said I'd crawl on it until you played it. Like I am in <laughs> no. serious agony now. No, no, don't do that. <laughs> oh, no, 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 don't do that, old boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll be fine. I promise. Talking of old boys, oh, look who strolled up the drive to the estate. It's, who is it? Lord Thomas of Retro Gamer. There was a strange noise in the background, but it also went in tune with him arriving. It, it did. Which is that was wonderful. the royal bell. <laughs> the royal bell. He says, I agree with Otters. Undeniable was fantastic, but my favorite would have to be Grand Theft Auto 4 DLC games, Lost and Damned, and The Ballad of Gay Tony. Not only just separate stories to not only just separate stories to play in the GTA universe, but interlinked with the main story. The crossover parts were fantastic, and the intention to detail was awesome. If you were eagle-eyed enough, there would be times you'd see Nico doing his things in the city as the three games run simultaneously, and there is a mission where you cross paths each time as a different character depending on the version you were playing. Yeah. Superb DLC, and that was when Rockstar really knew how to make awesome DLC as separate games. I fear we won't get that from them anymore, as Take Two run the show now. And it's all shark. Sad, but true. When things are happening at the same time, when they go back and forth, mm. and you see certain characters over here, 
And then the next minute, they're over there. And then it all intertwines. It is cool. I do, I do notice, I'm obviously quite acquainted with GTA 4, but I do notice that the cutscene that unfolds in GTA 4 obviously was created some months before the cutscenes that were created in The Ballad of Gatonian, Lost and the Damned, and they do differ slightly from the original. Obviously the characters, they hadn't, they never probably thought they were going to be main characters or thought that was going to be mm-hmm. good enough. But then when obviously when they came out in the DLC, they looked like much sharper versions of themselves. So yeah, I thought that was, uh, again, that's another vote for Undead Nightmare. I think yep. I think we're to try and take that away from there. But so far it's been Rockstar have been cleaning house. They seem to have been very, very popular, but they don't really bother anymore. Or are we underselling GTA Online? Because within that, there are some very interesting expansions and and story elements within that. That are we underselling here, or are we not? Obviously, by not being in that world, are we saying maybe we're selling GTA Online short? Maybe there's so much content in there that we don't know about, like the arcade and the running of this and the running of that and blah blah blah. blah. I mean, there's a lot of content in there, but. Speaking for my brother, he has no interest in that because he'd rather do story-based DLC mm. rather than just more guns and cars and stuff like that. He's bored with it. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, up next is Brett himself. Interesting one for him. He says, the Sonic Speed Challenge on Sonic Adventure Dreamcast got to get me them fresh Reeboks. Now, I do believe... This is in reference to a little campaign that was run on the Dreamcast where you could use the online functionality in Sonic Adventure to try and post the highest time and get yourself a pair of Sonic Reeboks, which is very cool. Um, Didn't know it was DLC, but uh, the fact that it is, very slick. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who's next? Batmole. He says, it's been... Said already multiple times, but it was really a ton of fun. And that is, of course, Undead Nightmare for Red Dead Redemption. The main game itself was already one of my favorites, and this just com- came completely out of left field. There was just something special about it. Uh, personal highlights, including hunting the Chupacabra and collecting all four horses of the apocalypse. Death was the best one. And finishing Taming of the Unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> that came right from the movie Legend. That... that- with Tom uh, Tom Hanks, not Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise, and Tim Curry. Just a nice, again, bit of fun to have within it. You know? And you know what the sad part is? I missed out on a lot of that. My brother had it. I played it at his house, but didn't get it for myself, and I regret it. It's on disc. Frightfully cheap. Yeah, but it's online. It's not. It's not? No. I thought it was online. No. Oh, wow. I have it then. Then you do. As far as I'm aware, it's not online. I have the whole disc. I have the whole... And most PS3 things I've got download still. So if you want DLC, even if it's free, it will come down the pipe. Absolutely, it will. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was an online-only thing. No, as far as I'm aware, it's a little separate story about... Oh, wow. ...the infestation in the Westerns. Okay, well... Uh, after Man Eater. Hey, let's let's face it. 
someone's going to put me right. George, you've got no idea what you're talking about. Messaging, let me know what we're here for to be educated. I hope. I hope. Uh, so thank Don't you for avoid. messaging in to Batmall and everybody else. But coming up next, see Pliskin. No mention of the love life this time. I will see we've, we've burnt his fingers a little bit, which makes me concerned. I don't want him to be lonely. He says, uh, and now for the moment most of you waited for. Mm. A little bit more modesty in the comments, see, Pliskin wouldn't go amiss. It's a little bit of sugar in your tea, isn't it? You catch one thing Nanny always used to say, you catch more wasps with honey than you do with vinegar, see, Pliskin. That's all I'll say. He calls himself our king. He says, you're king, dispelling my thoughts on the subject. Well, again, it's a high title. We're throwing around earldoms, I have to admit, but uh, royalty to be bespoke. It's going to take some time. I've never been particularly interested in buying DLC for myself. But he goes on. I think it's largely due to the fact that most of the games I've played myself are usually finished right out of the box. No additional content considered or needed to be added. So why don't I use that opportunity to discuss both an obscure piece of DLC, but also an odd favourite of mine, Worms. Contracted them once when I was young. I was bounding around in the garden. Feeling a little bit aloof and crazy as one does at a young age. Started leaking leaves. To this point, that my fun and gaiety had to come to an end. As it was pointed out to me by a senior member of my family, I may contract worms. Weeks later, my diet was crazy, but my weight didn't gain. The appearing from my back passage was a small but white, tapered object, which wouldn't go away. Sometimes it disappeared back into my body, chased by my feverish, scared hands. Notes to all listeners. Don't lick leaves in the garden. Sincerely, your king, C. Pliskin. What a story, bro. <sighs> I mean, to be I fair, have never known. He's, he, he's dabbled. He's had some escapist levels. He's been in and out. He's had Frozen, uh, Frozen Wilds and Spider-Man's City That Never Sleeps, which I have to say is a fantastic piece of DLC and one of my particular favourites because that extended the game. I haven't played Frozen Wilds. I do believe I may have it. In fact, it was part of the PSN and I think I picked it up on there. But uh, I've heard good things about that, some very good things. But um, yeah, Spider-Man's City That Never Sleeps probably one of the last best examples I can think of really um, for just a one player story driven in the latest era or something that's solid and you can play almost standalone yeah uh, so hopefully C Pliskin's over his uh, lower digestive problems these days nice of him to message in and let us know about that strange piece of DLC worms up next your boy his visage emblazons the front of many red, hot, red racing cars. He's the Italian stallion. You may know him as Badabingster Retro Gaming. We may know him as the finest piece of sliced salami this side west of Pisa. 
He says, DLCs, uh, I hate the cosmetic or extra character DLCs. Uh, gone are the days when you uh, complete the game with the arcade mode on a game like a deck and then you unlock another characters. Now so you have to pay for the DLC, crying with a little tear emotion. So yes, however, the only found that the memories of the DLCs are the maps on the OG Modern Warfare. So I remember running back from my college to make sure I bought them so I could play on the line with my friends. So yes, my little regards, my regards. That's what we say. So controller emojis, uh, generic emojis, uh, no console warriors, uh, peace on earth, sir. Trophy emojis, sir. All winners here. Bobby winner, George winner, you, me winner. Listen, listen, all winners. Listen, listen, we're the winners, sir. Stanley flag stand for the national anthem, sir. Everybody sit down, sir. Oh, ciao, ciao, ciao. It's done. Tell me what you made of all that. And his moment at the greatest. Are you not a fan of the modern warfare? Not, not particularly. I think I maybe had one piece of DLC for that. I don't remember. I don't think I did, actually. I think I maybe did for Call of Duty 3. I think maybe the chateau where I danced with Comic Pictures 79 in the uh, um, wine press mm-hmm. was possibly DLC. I can't remember. Um, it Up all blows next. into one. What we got? A... New, new listener, listener. <laughs> digital monkery. What, what's this new gentleman on the scene got to say for himself? And I can tell right away he's uh, from the UK or that that area up there, of course, uh, because he wrote the word keen. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, we don't say that over here. Do you so say forked says, out as well? Forked out? Yeah, hundred percent. No. Okay, forked out means you've, yeah. you've you've got money out for you forked out money for this. You forked out money for yeah. That. No, we don't out. say that. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, but it's interesting. That's why I love it. That's why I love cultures because mm. I would like to use the word keen. Never had the opportunity to use it. Well, I can read it now. I'm keen. Um, I'm keen. I had never been keen on DLC, <laughs> and I'm having difficulty thinking of any that I've ever forked out for. I like it. Yeah, come to think of it, pretty sure I still have some DLC that came with games I never used. People who buy from me on eBay do well. Uh, little sexy wink emoji. Uh, so I have no examples of favorite DLC. Me wrote, up, digital monkery. <laughs> he also wrote a U in uh, favorite. He did. Um, another give- giveaway. The best I can offer you two is the games I've got to the a point of considering buying DLC. Jurassic World Evolution. And Spider-Man love both of these games, and they both appear to be very short list of plat- my platinum trophies. Doesn't yeah. a cry emoji, and I assume it's the Scottish flag, but it appears like a black flag, like he's a pirate, or in mourning, or yeah. So, if I personally. I cannot speak for Jurassic World Evolution, mm. but Spider-Man DLCs, 100% mm. worth it. Yeah. 100% worth it. So they've had two votes and they'd probably get mine, to be fair. Yeah, Spider-Man DLC was great. Mm. Um, 
I yeah. played that through the kids and had a beautiful time. Played through the first, the game, platinumed it, loved it, and then played through the DLC and hundred percented it and absolutely loved it. It was my yep. daughter as well that got the last bits. Me and my son we've done all of it to that point and couldn't do it, and she just walked in and went smash, smash, smash. I don't know what it beginners look or whatever, or oh, she was wow. caught up in the moment, and she just sort of bit, 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 it was done, and we were like, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> it was just one of those moments that the gods all came together at once, and can I have a go? Yeah, thinking. We'll get that back in a minute. It was like pop, 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 the power of women, bro. Wow, there unbelievable! Right uh, there, it was great. <laughs> I just sort of sassed off. Was, what was that? <laughs> that was the end of all the DLC. You know, fight on a. I think it was a fight on a riverboat from memory. Um, yeah, so that was much enjoyment to me. Really mm-hmm. good. The production values was what made it. I think when DLC has high production values. Yeah, like that Bioshock Infinite stuff, or where it feels like an extent you, your favorite game just enlarged by another 10 or 20 percent you're like yeah this is yeah. great you know a bit more room to squidge out and mm-hmm. and and enjoy what's left of this world that i love so that's that's good yeah some of the dlc i mean i got a few like spider-man was good i think the arkham city dlcs especially the mr freeze one mm. i forgot what it's called cold something was uh or was that origins i think that's origins i was yeah, that was download it but i didn't that know, was I, awesome was it? Ah, really good, it. yeah. It was a whole story, so it was pretty good. I heard it was like a load of sneak rooms now together, and that was ultimately how the story came to pass, but it was I mean, said to be yeah, the but story the boss fight, the good. story was uh, the good one. But like a favorite favorite? I don't know. I mean, Mafia 2 had, I think, The Adventures of Tony. It's totally my favorite character in that game. Mm. My brother will play random video clips from that guy in the middle of a conversation because that's what he does. It makes me laugh. So I thought having him as a side character is now as the main character. Mm -hmm. And how he got to his point in his life at the game was awesome. Yeah, I love it. If If I had to have dinner with a few guys from a video game, uh, Joe's in for sure. <laughs> right, yeah, okay. I want to hear about your stories, man. Okay, he's not a little dangerous, no. Nah, he's fine. He okay. just—I mean, what's going to happen? You're having dinner. You're right. You're absolutely you know? right. Yeah. <laughs> Another new listener. A new new listener. listener. Candice Files, aka Canaric One, over on Twitter. Uh, they say the Witcher Three Blood and Wine DLC. Mm-hmm. Are there any other answers? Seemingly in their mind, not. Mm-hmm. Do you get but, blood and wine? Yeah, I got them all. I hundred percented Witcher. I was Three. most intrigued by the one that where you meet a guy who says he's been, he's like a, almost could be classed as the devil, and he said, "I've been watching you from the very beginning." Yeah, if you go back and watch the original intro of the Witcher, he is actually there, mm-hmm. and I kind of was so intrigued by this. I kind of watched the sort of. The, the tidbits of the story online and I was mm-hmm. like this is absolutely fascinating this is, yeah it was really good this is high class DLC you know it is I, like I'm saying if, if you can get it up to the level of the game or beyond and actually add in and mm-hmm. create something new within um, there's something to be said I don't know if you played the Oblivion DLC where I think it was the the Shattered Isles or something like that where I didn't play it, but I remember one of the other co-hosts of the show, Tom, played it, and I think it was this sort of strange, magical world, almost like a dream world, where sort of doors just 
turned into butterflies and disappeared off. And uh, I always thought that was quite I a had fascinating idea. The PS3, I think it was like special edition. Yeah. So I think everything was included. Oh, okay. So you possibly played that. It's, yeah, because I remember something like that where you were going door. Yeah, some something like that would go. But it's been so long since I played that game. It's I played. Thing... I played Morrowind. Yeah. And my friend's Xbox, which I loved, and then I didn't play Oblivion, and I played Skyrim, and I didn't know that Oblivion was on PS3. Ah. But like most, you know, most uh, you uh, Bethesda games. After a certain point of memory, it so it just kept freezing after a while. I think I got too far, and you can't delete that DLC from that game because it's it's included. Do, do you but know what like, fix is that? Huh? SSD. Yeah. Like I can't finish Fallout Three DLC, uh, New Vegas DLC because it just freezes the game. It's oh, horrible. Because yeah, the PS3 can't handle that, it can't. It's no way. I mean, I would love to do the SSD and try to finish it because I loved it. But every time I turn the game, soon I turn the game on, it just freezes my whole PlayStation. And I hate doing a hard reset. It makes me nervous, so I don't. I don't want to do it. I don't do it anymore. Wow. There you go. I think that was down to the fact that they weren't utilizing all the cores, and I think they were just trying to get one of the many cores. To do everything because it was the easiest way for them to do, which is why a lot mm-hmm. of those Mercedes games absolute tank on PlayStation. Uh, messaging in, man, we hadn't heard from for a while. We're resurrecting all the old heroes of the show. It's it's much more. He says RTCW maps on the original Xbox, and they are already on the disc. But you had to unlock them, download them. This next guy, I don't know if you know, he is a Canadian legend. Okay, he's making, he's actually making a game. Oh. The, F- uh, the FBI are def they're they're tapping us hard this week. There's absolutely they are. They, are. Yeah. they really are. They really are. So Ghost of Game but, of Past is making a game. Yes. It's called I believe it's called Horde Mord Hound. It's basically a helicopter. Like a 1942 shooter, hmm. mode helicopter. Hmm. He designed everything. He's creating everything. He's going to release it soon. So I'm pretty excited about that. Well, we'll put it in Stingray's boot. Why not? Why not? And his, he says, uh, Spl- Splinter Cell, the first DLC I ever got. Yeah. I, I didn't play any DLC for Splinter Cell, but I love Spl- Splinter Cell. It was amazing. Yeah, I think if, maybe if you got the PS2 version, it may have included it because obviously it launched later. So I don't know if you ever played it on there or not. Mm-mm. Up next, the wonderful Stevens got in touch, Road to Thin and Me, who's doing absolutely so well in his quest to lose weight. And he is absolutely awe-inspiring. There's some progress pictures through the day, and I have to say, the man's looking a million dollars. He's always been very kind to the show, to the listeners, and to me personally. So I must extend a massive thank you and congratulations to Road to Thin and Me on his quest to become a thinner him. Very noble quest indeed, and uh, he handles it with style. It's not an easy journey, but he he, he, he wears it well. Uh, he says, hands down, this has got to go to Mario Kart 8. Two packs with a total of 60 new tracks. New characters made Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U, the biggest Mario Kart 8 ever released. Nintendo know how to do good DLC. 
So Mario Kart 8 was a Wii U game. I thought you knew this. If El Buccio wasn't having his lower uh, testicles wired through to a car battery Mm -hmm. by some guy from Ohio that now works for the FBI. Uh, Well, no, it's probably the CIA at this point. Uh, I'd be asking for your CV. So, say, switch game. So, what do you think are we we you games all of them 50 50% yeah everything bar mario odyssey isn't it at this point so i found out a couple of episodes ago that uh breath of the wild was a uh, wii u game it was so people have been waiting for a sequel a lot longer than the switch release clearly they released at the same time Oh, at the same time. Okay. They kind of owed it to the Wii U because the owners had been through a lot and they were told that game was coming. So if they finally then had to go buy a Switch, I think... That would have been been, infuriating, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, it it obviously didn't affect that many people, but Nintendo obviously felt that that was one stretch too far. It's not the first time I think they've bridged a game across two consoles. They did it on the Cube to the Wii with Twilight Princess, I believe it is, and they crafted some Wii uh, nonsense on top of it. So I think if you can get that on the... uh, on the GameCube, it's probably the better place to play it if you like traditional controls. Interesting. Uh, last man out the bag. It's your turn. Tell me, this is something that intrigued me, and I wish I'd actually got it, but now I've got the PS4 packed away. I understand that Syndicate does not play well with the PS5. Really? Yes, it doesn't load textures and shadows, and I can't imagine Ubisoft deciding to go, let's go sort that one game in our repertoire that doesn't play properly. Unity looks amazing, apparently, but uh, Syndicate, not so great. And that bears back to my thoughts of them totally abandoning everything that Unity does graphically because the games look just nothing like each other. I steal all this thunder. Tell me everything. He writes in, I don't tend to bother with DLC. I don't think we said his name. Oh, the game in Graham. Give him his proper respects, I guess. Uh, my, my apologies. He says, I don't intend... I don't tend to bother with DLC. So this isn't going to mean a whole lot since there's so little for me to choose from. But I would have to go with Jack the Ripper. London. My perception of what was Victorian London would have been like and his portrayal and syndicate were almost identical. I love coming across people like Charles Dickens, Queen Victoria, Charles Darwin, and Florence Nightingale. However, it wasn't until the release of the Jack the Ripper DLC that I really started to fall in love with the game. I know this might sound really weird, but I'm very interested in serial killers, mainly the psychological side of things, but Jack the Ripper is one that fascinates me the most. I could ramble on for hours about on hours about this, but to cut a long story short, being able to play as both Jack the Ripper and eventually take him down was so oh. awesome in my eyes. That sounds amazing. I would wow. definitely get get into that. My wife is also a uh, serial killer uh, lover. Yes. Not really a lover, but she really loves the psychological part of their story. So every time there's like a special on, we watch yeah. it. I will watch every Jack the Ripper special on TV. 
it's a fascinating it's a fascinating tale that was never rightly solved so yeah interesting well i think that's that that dlc did interest me i had no idea you actually played as jack the ripper himself which is fascinating imagine if Isn't you there a all. game where you play as him oh, there's been a few games about him but normally where you're trying to solve who he is either through historical simulation of who he actually was or through some game that had him as a werewolf or some other nonsense but uh Mm. yeah uh interesting so favorite dlc discussed it seems by vote it was red dead by passion um we're saying something like spider-man uh for me for you maybe something similar um is there anything else out there that kind of resonates with you i I I think i remember the last of us dlc resonating if if it could be classed as dlc where you play as ellie in the sort of shopping mall with a friend Mm -hmm. um along so that's like a little expansion i guess i guess i like more story wise expansion dlcs Mm, rather than just like oh you know here's a quick little story sorry to throw more more great shine onto rockstar but uh obviously we know la noir touches me on a very deep level and i love the game Mm-hmm. The DLC for that just fits in. And if you have all of it, it just adds more depth to the game and you get so much more time at each different stage of his police career. And it's certainly... The, the, oh, you that's know, cool. Everything within the the episodes, the DLC episodes or extra cases that you get just feels like another case in the game. So it just all unfolds. It's almost like the Lord of the Rings uncut edition, so to speak. You get all of it. Like, yes, I had to pay for it and and it's a shame, but I'm more than willing to do so because I've enjoyed that. I think if you get the PS4 re-release, it's all in there, which is wonderful. Um, yeah, some good, some nice bits in there. Nothing that really damages the main lore of the story, but certainly gives you more fun within the world. With that all said and done, he tears up the drive tearing up the drive throwing dust everywhere almost like a man ripping up an alaskan dirt strip somewhere in the yukon on a humvee or or some sort of quad bike it's time for a peek in what we affectionately call stingray's boot what's nestled between some counterfeit nappies and a dodgy copy battle friend all this week these are the new release highlights for the week may 24th to may 30th 2021 listeners these are out digital physical or will be by the time this podcast in your feed but could be region dependent amazing news bobby we have got possibly one of the best ever weeks for the boot i have to admit i am personally very excited i would like to take the opportunity to do the read through if i may be so bold stingray step aside step back okay it's gold rush the game coming out on xbox one and ps4 you've waited long enough it's time to come home george this game wins the award for best game of the millennium become a gold miner work hard dig deep and you'll become the wealthiest person in Alaska. Use a variety of specialist machines to find as much gold as you can. And this game has already been rated 2021's Mummy Mummy of the Year. Early time to be winning it, but Gold Rush the Game has won that. So a massive accolade. I may message the uh, designers of the game and let them know, as nominated by the Unofficial Controller podcast, let them know that they've won not only 2021 Game of the Year, but also Best Game of the Millennium. Wouldn't it be cool if we get to put a stamp on something like that, man? I am gonna, ch- I'm gonna hound them. Do it. 
and let them know because I have waited so long for this game to come across. It's been scheduled to come across for over a year, maybe longer, and it's never made it. And then there was a stealth drop of news and it was out. Now, I unfortunately wasn't included in the pre-launch codes. I'm very disappointed, but I'm sure with the help of our fans and our many, many listeners across the world, our stamp of authenticity on this game rates it very highly. Because I do believe, almost by default, Bobby, what's your mummy, mummy? I mean, clearly Gold Rush. Perfect. If you were to rate the game, if you were to rate the game out of five, and bear in mind that with Albuccio incarcerated, Mm -hmm. me and you basically being tapped by the FBI, almost rendering Mm -hmm. the show unable to record, we need a source of income. Mm -hmm. I'm saying Gold Rush the game. Five out, five out of five. Five. I'm saying ten out of five. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> All right. Ten out of five. Barely have to scratch the surface before you hit pay dirt with Gold Rush the game, one of the most exciting simulators on the market, recommended for ages one to one hundred. Anyone yeah. with a love for gold. Is there a creative character? I don't know. That'd be even better. I think you see in the third person, in the first person. So uh, I don't I don't think you see the face. So it's all for you to imagine. You get to uh, mentally impose your visage across this digital avatar. Before we let him go, obviously he's still got a raffle of VHSs in there. I'm going to pull out I, I I don't I don't even I've probably had this before, but I'm going to have it again because it's very it's very sweet to my memory. It's Godzilla from 1997 with Matthew Broderick. Oh boy, one of the best stroke worst films of all time. Um, but it brings me great joy. I own it on UMD. I own it on DVD. I think really? I own it on VHS. The only thing I really need to get is a Blu-ray. Interesting. Strange tale. Once took a girl to see that at the cinema, and I felt like such a big boy, but I was such a such a small child. But that's how you feel when you're a kid, you know, yeah. crunching out there. What's yeah, your yeah. VHS pick? Um, Elvira. Perfect. Mistress of the Dark. Wonderful. I see you've uh, recently posted that on one of your alternate social medias, which is beers, boobs, and boobs, boobs. beer, and blood. Boobs, beer, blood. Yeah. I, I always get my. Uh, Different. <laughs> yeah, I figured I started there because I like movies. Yeah, I'm cool. trying to do a little, but then people ask me about the movie that they never saw or heard of, and ask me why is there a movie poster and a video game post. So I decided to make my own. Did you ever get the opportunity to play the sort of 16-bit home computer era Elvira point-and-click adventure game? Yes. Wonderful. I forgot which one it was, but I loved it. Mm. I was kind of young, didn't really know exactly what was going on, but uh, visually stunning, for sure. It, yeah, certainly. So, okay, Alvaro. Um, those that paid attention, top, bottom, middle of the show, they know the only thing I've got left to ask you is Stingray disappears up the drive, back up the drive, dust everywhere. Strangely, I see him now riding a quad. <laughs> but now he's turned into a unicorn with wings and graced the clouds. So Stingray appears to us. It's a very strange set of circumstances, but those who paid attention at the top, bottom, middle in the show, they know I've got to ask you, what are you hoping 
to play for this gaming week. I'll continue alienation. Knock that out. Um, Sasuke Valhalla, which I guess I'm almost done. Yeah. I mean, how much long can it be, you know? And then I want to play Maneater. Yes, brother of mine. Welcome to the party. I'm going to do it. Okay. Well, hopefully it's not too late for them to get a box quote from you. Um, I'm contractually obliged to say I'll be playing Gold Rush the game. I do genuinely hope to download it and I do genuinely hope to have a go on it, but my time with the PS5 will be limited, which is a shame. I'm even tempted to set up a PS4, not even plug an HDMI into it and just set it up as a remote play slave for the Vita, but I can't imagine Gold Rush would play that well uh, with a Vita, sadly. Never know. Uh, it might. I think there's lots of L3 and R3 presses and I think they're still related to the oh, screen, really? even with a grip, so... Not going to happen, I shouldn't imagine, but I might add it to my library. It's Why cheap. can't they just make another Vita? I wish they would. Why are they so dumb? I don't even want to play Vita games on it necessarily. Like, if I could play them digit, if it was a digital only machine in this day and age, like everyone was like, PSP goes a failure. Yeah, okay. Then, if it was just digital now, I'd be totally cool with it. Yeah. As long as it wasn't proprietary uh, memory cards. And you can expand the memory in it. Mm-hmm. Be totally cool with it. And to yeah. honest, if it was just a remote play slave for the PS5, I'd also be cool with they it. They would be so smart. Every copy you buy of the PS4, PS5 game, automatically free Vita 2 game. Well, you wouldn't need to worry because it would be that game. But you could only play it on Wi-Fi. But the good news is you'd have access to all the PSP games. Yeah. All the PS2 games. Because you could, if it was that powerful, you could probably get it to to yeah. do those but you could buy them off the store PS1 uh, it really could become a legacy machine I don't it could get a PS3 running on there but you could certainly remote play all your PS4 and PS5 games that you own digitally it'd be wonderful <laughs> very similar with their already game path yeah although I tried to set James work experience boy has gone away for a little while and he I said oh don't worry don't worry, get this on your phone. He's got an iPhone. I didn't realize it was in beta and he got all excited and we were trying to pair a controller and then mm. we realized and it was like a bit crestful and it was like, I'm really sorry. And then looks at signing up to the beta and it was like, well, I don't know. So if anyone, maybe, maybe Boba or some of the Xbox network boys, maybe let me know if I can get a fast pass to the beta. I, I doubt it very much, mm-hmm. um, but it would be cool to, let him because he was excited to play that you know pull the games down through the cloud and whatnot it was it was a cool concept yeah and it was one of the only times where i was like have i got an android phone anywhere somewhere that you could use i wish i did but i don't um with that with all that said and done um we arrive at the point of the show where we're done so unless you've got any more to add bobby it's been a great experience once again spend time in your company thank you if you you get arrested by the fbi this week don't blame me i think it's about time that uh Obviously, they're listening, but you know we can't hide these things from them. I think we need to get you and Eva out of there. We need to get you back to the UK, okay. get you consolidated here, get you some UK citizenship, mm-hmm. move you into Farmerton. Did a failed experiment. No one cares about Zoom Max. No one cares about <laughs> El Buccio. He gave us money. He did to do some great things, and we lived mm-hmm. the life in New York. But I think it's over. I think El Buccio's. I don't think he's even going to survive this, and I think we need to distance ourselves. Yeah. Who? From who? El Buccio. Supermax who? Media. Oh, who? oh, you're very sharp, very quick. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, and Mexico's 
biggest streaming service is off yeah. air. So they have nothing to watch in Mexico anymore because they all shunned normal TV yeah, and it, yeah. got, it got shut down. So only they could watch El Buccio's... Oh, <clears throat> Who? The, 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 that, obviously, that dude. they were forced to listen to us. That's why our listener figures were so high. But now they're, mm. just, they're just nothing now. We're nothing now. We're just nothing. Mm. We're just, we're just uh, on the shoe. Well, I would say that's all we have time for this week. Listeners, as always, thank you for your time. We look forward to the pleasure of speaking to you again next week. Until then, happy gaming. Remember, there's nothing wrong with being given the unofficial controller. It's what you do with it that counts. <clears throat> to our fallen leader, we, we wish you the best. But to our new breakout world, Bobby, what a wonderful world do we live in. Have a wonderful week. I'll speak to you soon. You too. Peace out. Take care. Bye. 